0: On the Crosstalk on WIZ, my guest is Senator Ron Johnson, running again to represent uh, Wisconsin in Washington, D.C., and it is always a pleasure. Senator, good morning. Thanks for talking with us. Good
1: morning, Mike. I hope you're doing well.
0: Uh, as well as can be expected with that embarrassing Packer loss, I'm trying to recover. Well, Wisconsin did not have a good weekend of sports. <laughs> so what can I well, – probably too – Busy these days to pay, be able to pay attention. I,
1: guess, I was going to say, if you want to recover, stop talking about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Never mind. Let's talk about election integrity. How confident are you that votes cast for you and other Republicans, not only in Wisconsin but nationwide, will be counted legitimately and and and, uh, and give us uh, results that everyone can trust?
1: Well, first, let me say the goal is to restore confidence in our election system. Is not to gain partisan advantage. I think that's what the Democrats always want to do. Uh, They they seem to want to make it easier to cheat. We want to make it easy to vote, but very difficult to cheat. So we really have a pretty uh, robust election integrity component to our campaign. Uh, RPW's done a pretty good job. Uh, For example, we have over 5,000 poll workers uh, nominated for this election versus only 1,650 for 2020. Uh, We had... 314 shifts filled in terms of poll watchers, okay, the election observers. Now we have over 1,000 shifts filled, and I think we'll probably have just about every shift that we need filled. So, so we're really going to be monitoring this. Uh, if, for example, an absentee, we're actually doing a video, which will be released tomorrow, showing exactly how an absentee ballot is handled, you know how it has to be completed in terms of being filled out, If it's not completed, how that's challenged by the Republican uh, poll watcher. And here's the procedure if it's still accepted and how that will all be documented. Uh, So if if, uh, any of your listeners see something that looks a little suspicious, we've also set up a website, secureelectionswi.com. Again, that's secureelectionswi.com. That will be up and operating tomorrow as well. Uh, So, again, all we're trying to do is we're trying to restore confidence. We want to make sure that every legitimate vote counts and that no legitimate vote is canceled by a fraudulent one. I think think most most Wisconsinites would agree that's a pretty worthy goal.
0: Sure. A a judge recently uh, in Wisconsin uh, uh, said that it would be okay for dead people and those who have moved out of the state of Wisconsin and have a driver's license in another state that it would be okay for them to still vote in Wisconsin.
1: I'm not aware of that, but it's not okay. Yeah, you have to be a you have to be a valid voter, and we're also you know, one of our big problems in Wisconsin is our voter files are a mess. They, we have over seven million people on it, where we only have I think a little more than four thousand eligible voters. So, you know, about a little more than three million people actually vote in uh, presidential elections. So you know we need we need to uh, fix that voter roll, but yeah, you know, Governor Governor Evers, the uh, Wisconsin Election Commission, they're not interested in doing so. Having a, a messy voter roll would make it easier for people to commit fraud. So you kind of scratch your head and go, well, what, why don't you want to you know, tighten that up, you know? Right. So, again, I, I'm all about restoring confidence, not to gain a partisan advantage, but to just give people the confidence that no matter who wins, I don't care whether you're Democrat, Independent, Republican, you need to have confidence that no matter who wins, Democrat, Independent, Republican... It's it's legitimate results, so we can move on. This is an unsustainable state of affairs where people go back to 2016, half the American population didn't think that was a legitimate result. Fast forward, you know, four years later. the other half doesn't believe it's the legitimate. We need to fix that. and yeah, okay, no, that's all I'm trying to do.
0: No, no question about that. All right. so the president speaking to uh, a, a, a large group of uh, union supporters, started his speech with two words made in America. So he's talking about manufacturing jobs, boosting the economy, uh, high-paying manufacturing jobs. A lot of people wonder, hey, you know, that's great. Bring the jobs back. But how are you going to power that facility? If they're going to be making things in America, how are they going to power that facility? Is the grid ready to start running factories
1: around the country? No, it won't be for decades. I mean, let's face it, I'm I'm an all the above energy guy, uh, but... Wind and solar are not reliable. Uh, you plug them into our grid, they make our grid less reliable. Right now we power our economy, about 80% is based on fossil fuels. China and India, that is what they use. They're not going to stop using that. So we could eliminate all fossil fuel use in America, uh, even by their climate change alarmist own models that would, wouldn't even change the projections by a full degree. So it's a fantasy. We don't have enough rare earth minerals to produce all the batteries that are produced in China, by the way. Um, for all these EVs, the, the left is uh, contemplating here. So it's just, it's just a fantasy. So we need to burn fossil fuels cleanly. If you're really concerned about climate change, and I don't deny it. I'm just not alarmist that the world's not going to end in 12 years. Sorry. Uh, well, actually, don't. I'm, I'm glad it's not going to end in 12 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. but, but if you're really concerned about climate change, support nuclear power. I mean, that's the solution to CO2-free energy, but the environmental left doesn't want that either. So, again, they're, they're living in a fantasy world. Uh, we cannot power our economy off wind and solar. It's just simply not possible. Maybe someday in the far future, but not, not certainly in my or your lifetime,
0: so, well, and, and uh, energy available now, natural gas burns cleanly. Uh, it is, it's running a lot of America right now cleanly and could run more of America if, if uh, Republicans gain enough control to change our energy direction. Are you confident that they will do that? Republicans are famous for saying, when, I, when, when we take control, we're going to, and then they get control and they don't, going to.
1: Well, I have to caution everybody, uh, even if we gain majorities in both houses, President Biden will still be president, and presidents have a lot of power. Yeah. But we are absolutely committed to energy independence, as that's been a bipartisan goal for decades until President Biden decided to fundamentally transform America and purposely drive up the cost of energy. I mean, you're paying almost four bucks to the pump today because Democrats drove the price of gasoline up to force you into electric vehicle. And oh, by the way, you have to understand that the price of gas, diesel, energy is a component to every goods and service. So if you want strong exports, for example, well, you better have competitive costs in your manufactured products, and higher energy prices make your manufacturing products less competitive in the global environment. So again, everything the Democrats are doing are destroying our economy, uh, crushing people with their 40-year high inflation. And weakening America and our adversaries are are noticing this, which is why Vladimir Putin moved on Ukraine, and President Xi is eyeing up Taiwan, and you got North Korea testing missiles and Iran's delivering drones to Russia. It's a very dangerous world when America is weakened by bad policies, and that's what Democrats hoist on us is bad policies, bad governance.
0: One more question. One more question, and this one from a listener. Ask Senator Johnson: Are we prepared to defend against a nuclear attack, whether it's in Europe or in America?
1: Well, I don't think anybody's prepared to defend against somebody who is going to use nuclear weapons. That's the. I mean, that's the doomsday scenario. Uh, What we need to remain is strong, so that nobody even contemplates using them again, we we still have a doctrine pretty much of mutually disturb, uh, assured destruction here. yeah we do have some patriot missiles, and there's some capability of knocking some you know nuclear missiles out of the sky. but you know if if this goes to again, the policy remains mutually assured destruction, which is why we need to deter people from even thinking about using nuclear weapons. That's what's so dangerous about Vladimir Putin. That's what's so dangerous about America becoming weaker. Is emboldens evil people like Vladimir Putin to invade Ukraine and maybe get to the you know be pushed the brink of contemplating using them. Now again, he's right now he's talking about maybe using theater nuclear weapons. He's not talking about an all out nuclear war, but uh, you know we need to strengthen America. You do achieve you achieve peace through strength.
0: We'll we'll see what happens and be in touch, Senator Ron Johnson. Thank you very much for talking with me this morning. As, uh, as is always the case, more time, more questions, less time, but I got to go.